0: You've just tuned into Beyond Your Past, part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. Welcome back to Beyond Your Past. I'm your host, Matt Pappas, certified life coach specializing in overcoming anxiety and trauma recovery. And this podcast is all about helping you move forward from what holds you back. Each week, you'll hear from coaches, clinicians, and advocates who've overcome tremendous odds and are now using their journey to inspire you throughout yours. This is your place to feel validated and encouraged as you take your life back and live free from your past. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, greetings, my friend, and thanks so much for taking some time out of your day to tune into the show. And I hope that this episode inspires and encourages you on your own journey. Special welcome if you're listening to the podcast for the very first time. I hope that you'll enjoy it and perhaps consider checking out some other episodes as well. And for those of you who are regular listeners, you guys all rock. You're amazing, and I always appreciate the support so much. A big shout out to my amazing sponsors, INLPcenter.org, offering world-class online neurolinguistic programming and life coach training to people in over 70 countries. I'm honored to be able to receive my certifications from INLP Center and utilize their research and incredible training programs. And to daily recovery support, interactive daily group calls in a safe atmosphere for survivors of complex trauma, equipping you with the skills and information you can use every single day in your healing journey. Learn more about this affordable resource and get signed up at CPTSDfoundation.org. If you find these podcasts helpful, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcasting app. That would be awesome. So today my special guest is certified coach and survivor advocate Melissa Wilson. Melissa works with survivors of childhood trauma to help them overcome the lingering effects that can exist as a result of these experiences and help them realize their full potential and live the life they deserve. She is also the host of her own podcast, The Grass Gets Greener, where she talks with survivors of trauma and leading advocates and professionals to help inspire her listeners to the power of shared experiences and healing. I had the pleasure of being on Melissa's podcast a few months ago, and I'll link that information in the show notes so you can check it out. And I'm honored now to have her join me on Beyond Your Past to talk about her experiences. Experiences with being bullied during her younger school age years, and how that trauma affected her as she continued to grow through those early years of life. Over time, she found the courage to reach out and ask for help, and began educating herself by studying psychology and the effects of bullying, which helped her to develop skills and strategies and have hope for the life she wanted as a young child, but question ever being possible. During our chat, Melissa shares some of her story, as well as strategies for healing and the realization that she came to about the importance of asking for help and how doing so can set us up in a positive way when we seek guidance and support in the future. I also share some of my experiences with bullying and want to encourage anyone who struggles with this type of trauma to please seek help of a safe person or organization, tell a teacher, tell a counselor tell a principal, tell somebody who's safe, because the alternative of continuing to be subjected to this type of trauma should never be something that one has to face. All this and more during my chat with Melissa Wilson, starting right now. So hey, Melissa, welcome to Beyond Your Past.
1: How are you? Hey, Matt, I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you on my show here. And of course, I was on your podcast, which we'll get to here in a little bit, um, I guess maybe uh, a couple of months ago. And so I will be sure and link that in the show notes. But before we get started, why don't we take a minute and you can uh, share a little bit about yourself, the work you're doing, your podcast, and then we'll uh, jump right into it.
1: Sure. Uh, So yeah, I'm the host of the Grass Gets Greener podcast, uh, where I interview survivors of childhood trauma and abuse uh, like yourself who are doing well today. And you come on and share your stories of what you've been through and um, how you've been affected and what's been able to help you in your healing journey. Um you know in an effort to provide hope and inspiration for those who are still struggling um I'm also a life coach as well and um yeah just got some other things in the works too that you know maybe we'll uh, we'll get into later as we're talking um kind of a, a little bit about me and, and what I have going on right now
0: yeah, that's awesome. And yes, you are indeed a coach. And of course, your podcast is amazing. And we do cover um, a lot of the same uh, types of of topics and guests and whatnot. And, um, you know, I was actually uh, thrilled to be able to meet you in person and have lunch. I was in California about a week ago now. And as we were talking about uh, before uh, we started recording, I left the 65 degree weather of California for 25 and snow and ice and rain that we had this weekend. So I'm missing the weather out there, but it was super cool to see you, uh, to have lunch and hang out and chat a little bit. And of course, also thanks for all of the tips about what to do while uh, sightseeing out there. So that was cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That was a lot of fun. And it's always great. I think when we get to meet um, people that we connect with online, you know, and have the opportunity to meet in person, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, indeed it was. It was way cool. And I had an absolute blast out there and, I, and I, I can't wait to go back. So let's kind of jump right into it here. And of course, you mentioned the podcast and talking to survivors. Um, you also uh, experienced some bullying growing up. So why don't we start there and you can share a little bit as much as you're comfortable with about what your experience was and you know the struggles that you endured and uh, you know how you were ultimately able to kind of work through that.
1: Sure. Uh, yeah. So I experienced bullying in middle school. So it was uh, seventh and eighth grades. And it pretty much happened, you know, every day um, and from the start of my time at this school. And I think, you know, a part of the reason why it happened is that I was considered an outsider when I went there um, because a lot of the students that were there had been together since about, you know, kindergarten, first grade. Um, and so I was the new kid, you know, coming in where, you know, everyone had been together already for, you know, six, seven years. And it was, it was hard for me to kind of to fit into that environment, um, and I think that made me a target. And you know, there was just just a lot of bullying every day. It was you know physical, mental, um, just having you know things you know things thrown at me, things spilled on me, um, you know things said to me, um, rumors spread. You know, just just lots of stuff like that. Um, and you know, when you're that age, I mean, it's it's hard to go through that. And I felt. Very alone going through it, um, you know. It was unfortunate because I know that you know the teachers uh, saw these things happening. I mean, they'd happen in the classroom or um, outside during break, and you know nothing was ever done. And that sent the message to me that you know I wasn't I wasn't worthy of receiving help and support, I guess. And so I felt like I had to just kind of keep it all to myself and deal with it myself. Um, and of course, that's a very. Difficult thing to do, especially when you're that age and you don't have any resources and, and you don't know how to handle it. And so, you know, I just kind of internalized it all. And it's something that you know I didn't speak about for you know five years after I left the situation. And you know, those five years were very difficult. I mean, I tried to um, you know get on with my life and act as if everything was okay. Um, and of course, everything wasn't okay. You know, I was really hurting inside and um you know when you go through that sort of thing i mean you're you know 11 12 years old and and you're trying still trying to figure out who you are and that really you know affects um your self esteem and your confidence and your self worth and you really just you know you, you struggle with your identity and kind of you know your place in the world and you know like i said i, I felt very alone and so I definitely had a lot of trust issues as well. And I felt like I had to, um, you know, put up walls to try to protect myself. And I, I kept people out and I pushed people out, you know, that were already a part of my life. Um, and so it was a very, you know, lonely and, and dark time. Um, and fortunately, when I went to high school, you know, there was there was no bullying. Um, I went to a school in a, a different town. And so um, I was with a completely uh, new group of, of students. And so it was a mostly positive experience for me, and that helped me to to start to heal and to start to you know feel like I could maybe you know trust some people again, um, and started to make some friends and let people back into my life. Um, but I was still you know in a lot of ways just very closed off because of what I had gone through, and because I wasn't speaking of it yet. Um, so it's like I had this you know this burden um, that I was carrying around. And just had a lot of a lot of pain and a lot of shame too, um, which was also part of the reason you know why I didn't speak of it. Um, and yeah, I just just went through that time of my life like that. And um, and then eventually, you know, it was so five years later. Um, you know, I, I was able to open up to my mom about it. And you know, the reason that I, I didn't open up to her sooner was because you know I had this fear that she was going to go into the school. And kind of make the situation worse for me, you know, make, uh, make me even more of a target, you know, because my mom had to go in there and and try to, you know, bail me out. Um, and so, you know, from there, then I just, um, I was able to start, I think, start healing, you know, once, once I was able to verbalize, you know, what I had gone through And, and mind you, I mean, even though I had opened up to her about it, I was still, um, you know, not sharing a lot of details and not going into a lot of what I had gone through, but just, you know, saying, Hey, you know, this happened. And I think, you know, a part of her knew something had gone on, um, but she wasn't quite sure. And so, you know, for her, it, it helped, you know, to kind of put some pieces together. Um, and of course, you know, she felt bad that I didn't say anything sooner. Um, but, but yeah, I think, you know, that, that just, that allowed me to see that, you know, I could start opening up about it and start sharing it. Um, And eventually um, I got into therapy and, um, you know, that helped me as well just to be able to start talking about a lot of stuff and, and feel safe, you know, feel um, like I could share these things in a safe environment where no one was going to judge me um, or make me uh, make me feel worse about what I'd gone through. Um, Yeah. And then from, from there, you know, just, just been doing a lot of work on myself. Um, you know, I studied psychology, which uh, was really helpful to me, and um, started really, you know, focusing on on myself and in the life that I wanted to live. Um, you know, I challenged myself to do things outside of my comfort zone, and you know, I pushed myself to kind of to get out there and um, to meet new people, um, to make friends. And I also, you know, did some traveling on my own, moved out on my own, so. Things like that definitely helped me and and just focused on, you know, becoming more independent um, and doing things for myself and and finding ways, you know, to kind of to let go of the anger that I had um and to forgive the people who'd hurt me. Um and then, you know, to this day, I mean, just it's kind of a, a constant personal development journey, you know, and just focusing on on things that I can do to to always improve um all aspects of my life so that, you know, I feel like I've taken back control, you know, this life is for me now and regardless of, of what I've gone through and, and what people have done to me, um, you know, I I'm in charge and I get to do what, what I want to do. And I, I have that, I have that freedom, you know, that freedom from my past. Um, and while, yes, I, you know, still have moments where I struggle. Um, I know that, you know, now I'm in charge of my life and, and it's a great thing, you know, to be able to be able to, to move past what you've gone through And focus on the present and the future, you know, rather than um, kind of being stuck in the past.
0: Um, Something you mentioned, too, that and I found quite interesting, and I've talked to many people who have been bullied and have struggled with this, is you mentioned, of course, about not talking to your parents uh, because you didn't want them to step in and intervene and kind of make make the the, uh, situation worse. I went the opposite direction and I was telling my parents what was going on. I'm not quite everything I'll admit, but a lot of it kind of hoping they would step in and they did step in and it did make it worse. So mm. I, I kind of went and did what you, you know, were, you know, didn't do because of, of the exact same reason of that fear of the outcome. And I still sometimes struggle, you know, at looking back of, you know, should I have said more or should I have, you know, you know, shared more of what was going on or should I have stayed silent and would things have been different? So maybe if you can talk a little bit about that, that kind of uh difficult decision of, I want to tell somebody to make it stop, but if I do, it's going to make it worse. So I just need to be quiet and just deal with it. And hopefully that, you know, someday it'll get better. Like, right. I mean, it had to be mm-hmm. a total struggle for you because I know it was for me.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, and it's interesting, you know, that you share that, that, you know, I mean, here you are, you had the opposite, um, situation where you shared with your parents about what had happened and, and you found that it made the situation worse for you. So I think it it just goes to show that either way, it's kind of like a lose lose, I guess. Um, you know, if you, if you decide, you know, to talk about it, um, there's a, a chance that it can make you more of a target. And then if you don't talk about it, um, you know, you're struggling anyways. You're struggling with, with what's going on and you're not getting support. And, um, yeah, it's it's so hard. And I think it, it depends on, you know, kind of what age you are, too, probably, and the kind of, you know, support and resources that you have available. Um, because, you know, we know that it's so important to reach out and to get that support. Um, that's, you know, what's going to allow us to heal. Um, and I think, you know, then what ends up happening is when we don't say something, or even, you know, probably like in your case, when you did say something, but that wasn't a good experience, Um, you know, that's going to stick with you later on in life and you're going to have times. I mean, I know this has been the case for me where you're going to need help with something. You know, you're going to be struggling and you're going to be afraid to reach out, you know, and so you're going to continue to not get that support that you need and that you deserve because you're scared, you know, because either, you know, you're afraid it's going to make things worse. The person's maybe not going to understand you or they're going to make you feel bad about it. Um, or, you, you just, you don't have that skill. You're not used to reaching out for support. Um, and so that that's something that I've had to work through, you know, just to, to become aware of when I need help with something and to not let, you know, th- that old pattern uh, keep me from reaching out and to really just to push myself, you know, in spite of my discomfort to reach out and get that support. And, it, you know, thankfully for the most part, I mean, it has been a good experience for me anytime that I have had to reach out for support. Um, and I think that's so important too, you know, that whenever someone gets to that point where they're going to reach out about whatever it is they're struggling with, um, that they try to find someone who, you know, they, they feel safe and can trust, um, so that hopefully, you know, it is a good, a good experience for them. And so they'll continue to be able to reach out for support when they need it in the future.
0: Yeah. And you brought up a super key point. In, in this day and age, I think, obviously, bullying gets a lot more, you know, th- there's a lot more awareness about it. There's a lot more press, obviously, all the time. Of course, we see on social media and on the news of, you know, the struggles of kids today, especially with uh, cyberbullying, as well as, of course, the bullying in school and, you know, and other places, too. And I think it's always good to encourage people to speak out and ask for help, you know, ask, you know, speak to a teacher or a caregiver, because at least, as you mentioned, It teaches us that we can ask for help and that we don't have to be ashamed of it. We don't have to be afraid of it and we deserve to get the help and that nobody should be treated the way that we are being treated if you're experiencing bullying. So, but again, it is just this kind of thing where if you ask for help, kids, you know, and kids find out about it. Then you know you open up this whole other world of being bullied in a whole different way, and it can sometimes feel like things just get exponentially worse. And then you're like, "Well, my God, why did I do that? I should have just kept my mouth shut." And now I'm shaming myself, and I'm developing that skill, unfortunately, of shaming myself and placing the blame right where it shouldn't be—you know, on us—rather than placing the blame on other people for what they're doing. And so, um, so you know, you mentioned that as you grew up, of course, you were able to reach out um, and kind of talk to your mom a little bit. Um, I believe you said so what was it like maybe share a little bit about that experience of finally telling her like like you know look this is what happened to me this is what's been happening to me was it something that you i mean it had to be really uncomfortable at first right
1: it was so scary <laughs> i have been thinking about it for a while you know and i think i'd been kind of hinting at it you know just dropping little hints here and there that you know i had been bullied um and, and interestingly you know like i wanted my mother to kind of put the pieces together and to just confront me about it, you know, I wanted her to just ask me, say, Hey, did this happen to you? And, um, I think, I, I guess I was looking for that permission to speak about it in some ways. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, that's not how it, it happened. And I just got to a point one day where I just couldn't keep it to myself anymore. Um, and I think, you know, because I had been hinting about it for a few years at that time, um, it just, you know, it was, it was, easier for me to just come out and, and say it one day. Um, but yeah, it was it was the scariest thing at that point in my life um, because I, I think, you know, because I had so much shame around it, you know, it, was, it felt like I was sharing the most embarrassing thing about myself. Um, and that was really scary for me to do. And I also didn't know what the response was going to be.
0: Yeah, that's a huge thing, too, is wondering what's going to happen. You know, if I say something, are they going to support me? Are they going to minimize? Are they going to tell me to suck it up? You know, I mean, when I told my parents about the bullying, I got the usual, this is what happens, just suck it up and deal with it. Um, And of course, you know, this was after I had told them and asked them for help, and they stepped in and made it worse. And so I had this kind of thing going on where, okay, I asked for help. It made it worse. And now you're telling me to suck it up and deal with it. I'm like, my it, it was such a mind screw for so long. And eventually, like you, I just shut down and said, you know what? I'm done. Whatever's going to happen to me, it's going to happen to me. I'll figure it out. I'll deal with it. I'm not going to let anybody in. I've got a few friends who I trust, and that's the only ones I'm ever going to talk to. And so it wasn't until really like my junior year that I decided to really kind of take my life back and open up. And I and I went through a whole transformation over the summer between sophomore and junior year, which helped me to kind of cope with it. But that type of bullying, the damage that happens to your brain when you are traumatized like that, it does carry on into adulthood. And, you know, the shame factor, the embarrassing of, you know, all the things we tell ourselves of, you know, we should have been able to handle this. Why didn't we ask for help sooner? Or, you know, all the stuff that comes up. It carries into adulthood, and then you mentioned that as you got older, you you studied psychology, and it kind of helped you to, you know, figure out some puzzle pieces of your own, and figure out you know what exactly what happened to you and how it affected you, and that allowed you to take charge of your life and you know get get a bit of freedom from your past. And also, you mentioned about still struggling now, and I think it's always important that no matter how far we've come in healing and whatever our definition of healing is, you're still going to have days where old stuff comes up, right? You know, old memories, you get a flashback, you get a trigger and you're like, oh man. And you have to kind of pause and reassess. But um, as a testament to you and your healing, you're able to be more resilient and bounce back and learn from it rather than being stuck. So I think it's it's always something uh, that's, I think one of the best parts of, of working through all of this difficult stuff in your life is that, yes, I'm still going to struggle at times because I'm human and that's what happens, but I'm not going to be knocked down and stay silent like I used to, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And that is, you know, I think one of the most important things that you can do um, and in a place that, you know, you can get to when you're healing, um, where you're going to feel better about yourself. And, you know, for me, it was the more I started opening up, you know, and then when I went to therapy and and started opening up about it even more, um, the more, you know, I felt comfortable about sharing it. And that's what, you know, eventually, led me to being able to to start my blog and, and the podcast and go online and, and share it publicly there.
0: I always like to say it's such an amazing thing whenever you can get everything out of your head, because then it doesn't seem so scary and so overwhelming. And you're like, you know what, I said it. It was difficult. Everything I went through was horrible. But I verbalized it, and now it doesn't seem quite so overwhelming. You know, when you when you can put a name to something, or talk about something, or or you know, sometimes people like to use the um, you know, uh, putting a label to something. Whatever it works for you. If you can get it out of your head, it generally isn't quite so scary, and then you feel more empowered because you're like, I just took a huge step of reaching out for help. And so, for you, what are some of the the skills that you've developed, things that you've been able to come to terms with that have helped you? be able to, you know, kind of continue to start and then continue your healing journey and be more comfortable with sharing?
1: Um, well, you know, I think I just, I became more resilient as a result of what I went through. Um, and even though I was keeping it to myself, there was always that part of me that wanted to share it. And I think, you know, that's what allowed me to to ultimately be able to talk about it uh, with, with my mother and then in therapy and then, you know, publicly online. Um, and to this day, you know, I feel like I've always just been a very resilient person. And whenever challenges come up, um, you know, while they're, you know, it always feels unfortunate and, you know, not something I want to be going through. Um, I feel like, you know, I can handle it. And I look back at what I've gone through and, uh, things that I have overcome and survived. And and I use that to remind myself, um, that, you know, I'm strong and I'm resilient and I can face whatever's coming up for me now. Um, and I think, you know, that's something that I really like other people to be able to, to see in themselves as well, you know, to look at your past experiences, you know, the things that you have gone through and use those, you know, to help you get through whatever you're going through today. Um, and so that that's definitely one thing that, um, you know, a skill that I have as a result. Um, I, I feel like, you know, I just, I'm, I'm kinder to myself. Um, I certainly... There was a lot of, of hatred and, and self-loathing there for a while, um, just because I, I blame myself for what I had gone through. And, you know, it's taken a while. Um, that's something that, that I've struggled with for a long time, um, to get to a, a place where, you know, I, I don't hate myself anymore and I and I, you know, I, I do like myself. And um, you know, so that when things come up now, when when there are triggers, you know, I can Go easier on myself. And instead of, you know, getting upset for for struggling with something or being triggered by something, I can can have that compassion um and say, hey, you know what, it's okay. Um, this happens, you know, like you're not perfect, and um and just use the skills that you've acquired along the way and get yourself through this. Um, because I think, you know, when we're hard on ourselves. When when we do struggle, um, you know, it, it makes that struggle worse. And really, we're just, we're shaming ourselves uh, for something that isn't really our fault. And so, yeah, I mean, I think those are some of the ways, um, some of the skills that I've acquired as, as a result of, of what I've gone through and, um, you know, what I do to help myself now when I'm struggling.
0: I love it. I love it. Self-compassion, going easier on yourself, reaching out and talking for help, building resilience, feeling empowered, using your past as a way to help motivate you um, and to give yourself some credit. I love it. Those are all just amazing things. And so you started a, blo- um, a blog and a podcast. And of course, um, I'll put the links to that in the show notes. So how did you come to a point where you're like, okay, you know, I've dealt with some things I learned about myself. I'm at a point of sharing my story online now, either in a blog and or a podcast. So what kind of led you to start those, those outlets of sharing your story and what's the experience been like in helping you so far?
1: Yeah, that kind of started, you know, when I was in therapy and I think, you know, being able to talk about it more in there, um, get into more details and, you know, to be sharing with someone who, you know, was initially a stranger to me, um, it made me feel like, you know, I could get to that point where I could speak about it to other people. And, um, and I think just like, you know, right before when I shared it with my mother, where I really had that strong desire to get it out there. Um, I was feeling that again, you know, later on after I had been in in therapy for some years, um, I was having that strong desire to share it even more. And, you know, I knew that I was doing pretty well at that point. And it just, it seemed natural for me to, to find a way, you know, I mean, I had become aware of of blogging and and podcasts and it just seemed natural for me to create something. You know, I wanted to create a resource to help others who were kind of, you know, struggling in, in the way that I had been, um, just to let them know that, you know, they weren't alone in what they were going through and there was hope for things to get better. Um, because I, I really didn't feel like, um, there was a lot of that out there at the time, and. So yeah, and, and you know, and and just like when I talked about it with my mother, I mean, it was scary in its own right because now this was on a, a much larger scale. Um, and at that time, there were actually still some people in my life who didn't know what I had gone through, so um, it was a little bit scary to put it out there. Um, but it was a great experience, and it's continued to be a great experience. Um, and I think you know, the more that I have opened up about it and, you know, shared about it on through what, you know, my platform and have gone on other podcasts and have talked about it. Um, I mean, th- there's not much shame, if any, left there for me anymore now, you know, and I think that has been uh, such a huge positive side effect, if you will, uh, from sharing, you know, it's just, I think being able to do that, you know, you take something that starts off so scary, you know, and so embarrassing to begin with, um, to get to a point where, you know, there's, there's no, there's no shame when you talk about it, you know, just you're able to share it freely and you don't blame yourself for it anymore, you know, and, and I think that's what, what's ultimately, uh, ultimately allows you to share it freely, you know, once you release that self blame, um, it's such an amazing thing. And, and I think, you know, that's what opens up the opportunity for you to um, to really focus on on your future and your life and what you want that to look like, and um, you kind of realize that you know you're in control now and, and you can can do what you want to do. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think that that has it's been huge. You know, it's been huge, and of course, you know, just being able to speak with other people about it uh, and their experiences on the podcast um, that has been of course, you know, it's, it's been healing for me as well um, to hear about what other people have gone through and, and their experiences and what's helped them and just be inspired. You know, there's so many people out there um, who have been through something traumatic growing up, you know, we are not alone. And to just know that, to, you know, to feel that connection now that, you know, maybe you didn't feel before when you were really going through your toughest times. Um, and to just know that and to to be inspired by, people out there who've gone through this stuff and are doing great things now and and are out there, you know, inspiring others. Um, It's such a great thing.
0: Oh, it's a huge thing. And just, you know, everything you mentioned about, you know, being inspired by talking to others and feeling more encouraged. And, you know, one thing I've, I've experienced during my podcast and, and also in the blog writing is just learning from other people, Uh, you know, hearing their story and seeing the things that they struggled with and finding similarities and, and perhaps differences and, you know, how, how we can relate to each other, not just empowers you to keep moving forward. And so uh, you mentioned, uh, earlier that you, uh, that you were worried about how you know, people would perceive it, perhaps friends or family who weren't aware of what was going on. So um, what was the reaction once people started realizing you had a podcast and maybe they you know, read a blog post or heard an episode and they were like, oh my God, Melissa's been through so much, I never knew. Maybe share a little bit of the reaction or maybe also the feedback that you've gotten from friends and or family on you, know, you being able to talk about this now on such a large scale.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, I think people were kind of surprised to find out about it. Um But then, you know, once they they heard about it, then kind of, you know, things clicked for them. They're like, okay, now I get why you were like that um when you were growing up. And, you know, because I, like I said, I had closed people out of my life. You know, I pushed people out of my life and including, you know, family. And so, and I know that you know some people were hurt by that, and they didn't understand what was going on and so once they knew what had happened, you know that allowed them uh to understand why I had acted the way i had um and I think you know it it allowed for them to um to kind of open back up to me again and and for us to have um you know somewhat of a, a relationship again um i mean things you know things are so strained with some people um just because of of how things were, you know, and how I was, um, you know, but, but overall, I mean, I know that it's, it's provided a lot of answers for those who, um, you know, who were in my life at that time. Um, and it's also allowed me to feel like, you know, I don't have to go around walking on eggshells. Like now people know what I've gone through and it's out there. And so there are no secrets anymore. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall it was, It's been positive. It's been supportive. um, And I'm grateful for that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, um, you know, I've experienced uh, some of those similar feelings with people in my life, uh, family and friends who have heard the podcast and, uh, you know, they've told me they were like, wow, like I get now why you were the way you were, you know, just like you mentioned. And I'm like, well, yeah. And, you know, because I mean, you know, some, some still don't get it. Like you mentioned, you know, there's still some people who don't understand or think I should have handled it differently. And I'm like, you know what, that's your prerogative. Think what you want. You know, I'm not going to sit here and beat myself up for what you think I should have done or, you know, should not have done, but it, it is what it is. And I'm stronger now and I'm in a better place, you know, and, and I think that's kind of the approach that you've been taking of. It really has been a huge help. And uh just, you know, the benefits definitely outweigh those who maybe still don't get it. And, you know, We'll always have people like that in our lives, and it just kind of is what it is. Um, One of the last things I wanted to cover was, uh, you know, for those who have experienced trauma, be it bullying or abuse or any other types um, of difficulties in their younger life, what can you share with them in terms of perhaps some some advice or some thoughts or just – ways that maybe you can help encourage them if they're considering maybe telling someone or, you know, they're just constantly staying silent for fear of, you know, making things worse, like we mentioned, or...
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, you know, first off, I just want to say that for anyone who's in that position right now, I mean, I totally get it. You know, I know that feeling. I know how, um, you know, difficult of a decision it is and and how scary it can feel. Um, And I think, you know, as we've been talking about here today, I mean, we can see how important it is, you know, to reach out for that support. And, you know, I just encourage anyone who's considering reaching out for support to, to find someone, you know, who they feel safe talking to. Um, and even if that means, you know, you have to, to go into therapy to, to feel safe, um, to share, then by all means, you know, pursue that option. Um, um, I think that that's just a message I want people to get today. You know, that's so important to reach out for that support. Um, because of, you know, what we talked about, you know, how the implications of that going forward, you know, um, because if, if you don't get the support that you need, you know, you're going to continue to feel alone and stuck and, and not know, you know, what to do, not be able to move past what you're going through and, um, not be able to, to process it. And also, you know, it's sending you that message that it's not okay to share, to share your struggles. Um, and, and that's not, you know, certainly something that, that you want to be thinking, you, you know, you want to know that whenever you need support, um, that you can reach out for it. And, you know, over time, I mean, as you're, you're sharing and opening up to people, um, you're going to have more people, you know, that you're going to be able to open up with. And all you got to do is just, you know, start with one person, um, and then go from there. And that's how, you know, you eventually will rebuild your trust in people. Um, and be able to take those walls down and and let people in and allow people to help you, um, because you deserve that and you need that. And that is what's going to get you to a better place. And so just encourage you to find one person, reach out, get some support and just continue to build from there. And then just know that over time you're going to have, you know, a community of people, um, in your life that you can turn to for support, Um, just a, a network of of friends and and family, hopefully um, that you're gonna have when you're going through something, and that's going to be so invaluable
0: uh, we often you know as survivors of any of any type of trauma, we feel like we were a victim because we were a victim of of circumstances and events and things that happened that weren't um, our fault. it was out of our control um, you know so oftentimes we were helpless to to get help for you know for for any number of reasons, and so when we can get to a point of really being able to ask for help and the benefits of, of that long-term, you get to begin to move into the mode of being a survivor, of course, and then eventually thriving. And I believe now, I'm sure you, you would agree that you are definitely thriving in life. And even though you, know, you still struggle, you are in a, a much greater place because you un- understood that you were a victim and that you, know, you worked through the self-shame and the blame, you got help. And then you and then you moved into the survivor mode and and continued to work on your healing with therapy and and self awareness and discovery and sharing your story and now you're thriving and so I think it's a great testament to healing and and putting in the hard work to be able to get to that mode in your life of being able to thrive and see yourself in a different way and embrace the opportunities whatever that comes right
1: oh absolutely um, and you know one thing I, I want to mention there too is. You know, to always kind of reflect back on how far you've come, especially when you're struggling. you know, just stop for a minute and look at how far you've come, you know, regardless of where you are in your journey, um because chances are you know you've made some progress. And so just appreciate that, you know, and and allow that to push you forward um, because I think you know, I mean, oftentimes we you know, we're so hard on ourselves that we don't we lose sight of how far we've come And you know, even if, even if we're doing really well, we have, you know, one bad day and all of a sudden, like, you know, that kind of gets blown out of proportion and we're a mess, our life's a mess. And it's, it's so easy to lose that, that focus and that perspective. Um, so, so allow yourself, you know, the opportunity to look at how far you've come and, and to just appreciate that. Um, and to not allow, you know, to understand that, yes, you know what, you can have a bad day, but that's okay. It's just a bad day, you know, and and tomorrow can be a great day again.
0: Well, so Melissa, a perfect way to wrap up this podcast. Uh, Before we go though, if you can let everybody know, maybe some new projects you're working on, where where people can find you, if they'd like to be on your podcast, um, or perhaps to work with you as their coach, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can find me over on my website at thegrassgetsgreener.com, uh, also on social media as well. Um, Facebook and Instagram are are two I'm using most now, but yeah. And uh, if anybody is interested in coaching, you know, they can check that out on the website. I do offer a complimentary 30 minute vision strategy session uh, for anyone who's interested where, you know, you can tell me where things are at for you right now and where you'd like for them to be. And we'll determine the next best step for you to take to get unstuck and finally start making progress, toward your dreams. Um, I'm also currently working on a five day self-esteem challenge, Um, that people will be able to find on the website, and that's completely free, and it's going to be designed to help you um, build your confidence so that you can start feeling worthy and good about yourself again. So look forward to connecting with anyone who's interested in, in connecting for whatever purpose.
0: Thanks for listening to Beyond Your Past, part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. Information shared on this podcast is intended for educational and informational purposes only and is not a substitute for or supersedes professional medical help or mental health counseling. Thank you again to my sponsors, inlpcenter.org and Daily Recovery Support. I hope you'll consider checking them out as they've joined forces to help keep the lights on here at the podcast and help Beyond Your Past reach as many as possible with a message of hope. If you'd like to learn more about working with me as your coach, or if you're curious about what life coaching is and how it might be right for you, then head on over to beyondyourpast.com and claim your free one-hour session, where we can talk about the struggles in your life in the areas of anxiety and trauma recovery and see if coaching might be a great fit for you. Thanks again for listening, and I do hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and share it
1: with all your friends. See you next time.